Hey all, welcome to our podcast from OK to KO, following our journey from an OK life to a knockout life. Every Sunday after breakfast, we'll be sitting down and having a chat and publishing it as a podcast, and we hope you enjoy. Morning, Kira. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, good. You've got water dripping down your face. Yes, I just gave myself an eye bath. Why? Because I have itchy eyes. To be fair, I do as well. <laughs> Must be very high pollen count outside. Yeah, we have been on a walk around parks. Yeah, but we do that often. I don't often need eye baths. Yeah. I have itchy eyes like this. I guess it's the time of year. Mm. Anyway, how was your morning? <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was really nice. It's really nice temperature. It's not as sunny as it was, but... It's just a nice kind of kind of a coolness in the air, but warm enough that you don't need to wear a coat mm. morning, which is just really lovely. For me, that's just too cold. Anything I don't... Anything... Not needing to wear a coat, it's too cold. Yeah, but like still, like if I don't... If I have to wear trousers instead of shorts, it's it's too cold. That's basically but you're not... the new rule. Yeah, but that's like a thought that you're not actually too cold. Oh, no, no, no. Around. I'm saying for my preference. Well, fine. Yeah. But you're not too cold. No. But this is why this is one of the main reasons why I want to live in hot countries. So that every day I can wear shorts. And with Zoom, that's like really made that possible now. Mm. Like I can have re- any meeting, I can be wearing shorts. <laughs> any meeting. <laughs> Biggest business pitch, really intense training, keynote speech, I could be wearing shorts the whole time. Yeah. That's cool. the life. Yeah. That's cool. the life. <laughs> uh, so what are we talking about? Um, uncertainty. Yeah. And I think how much we're on track. Oh, yeah. With the, with the vision. Oh, yeah. So plan. we're going to check in. Yeah. Where are you with the vision? How, how are you on the KO life vision? How clear is it in your mind? Where do you feel on it? How clear is it in my mind? Mm. It's, just, it's pretty clear. Like the same. Somewhere somewhere warm moving the business out to so we can work wherever we want and be somewhere warm most of the time which we've done most of except for the warm bit and it was even warm here last week so that was pretty good um yeah the problem we've got is that the world is very weird right now mm-hmm. you can't really book to go anywhere or to do anything well you can people are going places but like the rules might just change in a second. Yeah. So, for example, we would think close to thinking about going to Portugal. Yeah. Because it was on the UK green list. And then, I don't know, two weeks later, it was on the amber list, which means you basically can't go if, on holiday. Yeah, and so, people like to come back <clears throat> early. Yeah. I think that's probably, yeah, that's one of the things I've learned recently is like, you can make all these amazing plans. I don't know if this is the case with just life in general, but it feels like it's more because of COVID, but you can make all these plans. You can have all this vision, which I think is really important, but things might just not let it happen. I think that's life. Yeah. I think it's the same thing. One and the same. The pandemic is part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's always things you don't expect. So what about you? Yeah, I think this podcast has been really helpful in mm. having the vision stay quite present. Mm. 
even though you know it's if I if you say oh what's the vision I could tell you but having it in on your mind in a more consistent way to yeah. remember like why you're what you're working for mm-hmm. to just drive for work yeah uh, so this, this has been really really helpful I feel like collectively well, yeah we're getting there but in a personal level I feel like I've just got a long way to go still mm-hmm. um for what just having a more kind of like the the, the structure's fine, mm-hmm. but having like a more consistent revenue stream every month. Yeah. That's something I need to work on still. Yeah. It's hard in your industry. It's hard when you're, you know, working with businesses like I do, it's quite easy because you can just find, you can literally target businesses based on how much they're making. And therefore, and basically then, I know I'm in a conversation with someone, they can afford our stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's That's really easy. So it means that like pricing is never a problem because you just find another level of business. Mm. Um, do, you think that, do, you, do you see that? I do. I think it's also been reaching out, you know, like having even the, the enough calls coming in, you know, that that isn't consistent either. It's not just the price point. Mm-hmm. It's a flow of traffic. So there's still a lot that needs to be worked on there. But well, with... you've got this nice period now because you worked so hard on getting that application in, which mm. looked great. And I don't think you find out for a little bit. Mm. So you've got this nice sort of like period of... Yeah, exactly. I'm going to do some ads, right? Yeah, I really want to start some... getting on oh, ads. We need to shoot our ads. Yeah. Some creative content ads. Yeah. So we're going to go down a route of trying some more creative ads, mm. you know, like um, a bit more engaging maybe. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I think we should do that and then report back on what we found. Yeah. So in terms of the vision, I think it was really lovely. I think when we did our year one podcast or our year episode one of the year two one maybe, what episode one of your two? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and we were here. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. actually where we normally are based. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, we're, we're working remotely. The weather is really nice. Yeah, no. And we realized we'd actually hit, in that on that week, we'd hit a lot of our targets in terms of what the KO life will be. We weren't abroad, but we were still somewhere else and it was hot. Mm-hmm. So... That was kind of, it's interesting because we, neither of us noticed at first and then we were like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And that was really cool, especially to happen on a, a year's time. So yeah, that definitely feels, I think the fact that we can both move around is huge. I think that's like something to definitely be recognized. It's, it has been set up. We have both stayed consistent to that, mm-hmm. setting up in a way that we can move around and we haven't found ourselves, oh, well, this one thing is tying me which can very easily happen because you don't really want to turn down any opportunities at the start. True. Um, oh, what? Cause you had an opportunity to be more impressed more in person, didn't you? Yeah. I, I, I hadn't, I, I stopped something because I, to, in order for us to be true more remote, um, which is a great decision. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. At, at the time I'm like, is this a good decision? But then, <laughs> yeah. No, it's just I think I think vision wise it's great. I think we're getting we're doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's just not knowing like it's not like we we can't say right now like we want to be i want to spend october in bali i want to spend just after christmas in india like if it wasn't for covid we could make all these plans concretely and then say right this is the money we need to be early to get there should be fine but we can't mm-hmm. so that's the interesting thing is trying to do this ko life thing in a world where right now unless you want to sort of be a bit iffy with the rules which i know you don't <laughs> uh which i know you don't um and frankly i don't anymore either definitely i think probably because i spent so much time with you <laughs> but like i just can't be bothered with that anymore so uh unless you want to sort of bend a few rules you can't just fully go for that ko life right now Mm-mm. which is quite interesting no but i think it i mean being in the uk is lovely Mm-hmm. And in the it, summer it is. And it was definitely nice. We were lucky that we could both be in a different place for a little bit. Like, I, I just am quite proud of us for getting even getting that bit done. Yeah. Because that's huge. Being able to just, like, we both felt like the shift of energy, mm-hmm. just being in a different space, seeing a different surrounding in the daytime, it gives you a little bit of a new boost. Definitely. And yeah, the fact that we could do that and not not only just do that for a weekend or four days, but do that for a little a bit longer. It's like, yes, that's great. We've set up the structure so we can do that. It's a huge thing. Massive. I think one of the things that's been a bonus of being here as well is we've sort of, if we're looking for somewhere to live for a month, I think we're going to be much better at choosing a place because of the things we need. So one of the best things about being here is that we both have a pretty separate office space mm. i can probably hear you from where you are and you can probably hear me no i can't hear you but you don't do vocal exercises <laughs> <laughs> and i do <laughs> there was one time last week where you came down mid-lesson and you closed the door oh yeah because okay so my <laughs> my office space is basically in the hallway so i don't have a door no, come and on ollie's just Ollie's just like on his phone, just like walking around the whole space, having a laugh, having jokes. And I'm I'm like watching a student d- doing a piece of work and I'm like, what are you doing, mate? Do you want to just... I think, I think you need to uh, clarify. It's not just in the hallway. Like it's a really nice space you've got. Yeah, but it's in the open. I know, but it's like, it's like a whole like mezzanine. Like a, you worried like, that people think like you've a got whole, a good I space just, or I just don't want to. I just don't want it to make it look like I've just taken this amazing <laughs> office space and just left you in the hallway. You've no, mine's got, more a purpose, purpose office. It's a Yours beautiful is, mezzanine with a lovely view. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's also it, it's not hasn't got a door. <laughs> no, it doesn't have a door. That's true. So you, you when you were chatting at the bottom of the hallway. Yeah, I was in the right. kitchen, but yeah, fair enough. No, and in the... No, it just sounded were, like that. I was walking, being very loud. You were walking around, mate. <laughs> don't, don't give me any of that. My point was this. Because we've been here, and it's been very seamless moving into uh, working here, one of the things I think has been really good about that is because we've had a separate office space each. And I don't think... <laughs> it's true, actually. I, I don't think... Sorry, I was just thinking, some of the days I'm like... I have not seen Ollie all yeah, day. <laughs> exactly, right? And I don't think we were looking for that necessarily in other places when we were looking. We would just say, oh, that's a nice table. I just don't think it's going to fly. What are you talking about, a nice table? Like, it's a nice table we can both work on. Uh, no, we were looking for separate spaces. Yeah? We were. We spoke about this in an earlier podcast about how looking for ideally 
two spaces that we can work and with doors. Yeah, that's true. Because we're both on calls. Because when we got our space in an office space in Leicester, that became very clear quite quickly that we actually need separate spaces because yeah. because partly being remote, it means that we're on Zoom calls a lot. And it's very distracting to someone else right next to you on a Zoom call. Especially if it's a lesson. I think, I think for acting coaching, it's just not possible. Yeah, like, You just wouldn't be able to work with me no. being doing an acting lesson next to you. Also, it's unfair on the, on the student. I agree with that. Um, so, yeah, that's important. But then I guess the caveat to that is, okay, we'll find somewhere with good co-working potential nearby like good co-working spaces or good co-working offices, which you can have meeting rooms which you can book and stuff. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't know what it is for you. Would you be able to work in a co-working space and still do calls with people? Well, weirdly, I did this um, when I used to work for CWA and I basically was the guy in charge of our little Amsterdam office. And most of the time I just had this nice little office by myself, right? But then every so often some of my team members came over Mm. And whenever I had a call, I had to just leave. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't have a call in that office. So Why? It's just, I just didn't like it. I just like having, I like feeling like it's private. Mm. And weirdly, sometimes I'd go downstairs and sit in this massive, like, open space when there was loads of people around. It wasn't private at all. But sometimes you get privacy in a group. In a crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I think it makes a difference if the office is really quiet yeah then and no one's speaking and then you're on a call you're going to feel like everyone's listening to this call right now whereas if there's chatter yeah around I think you could probably have a call anyway for myself I think I need a private space yeah I think that's fair just because of one the fact that I might be doing vocal exercises I might be acting with someone like I mean when we've been in uh Leicester I remember having a lesson where I was reading in the other part mm. of the person and I had to like scream or I was like helping them with something. And, and so I was just fully screaming. And then after I forgot that other people might be able to hear me afterwards to my neighbor. I was like, I'm so sorry about all the screaming. <laughs> so I couldn't do that in a shared space, but That's also so I think I could have a conversation in terms of receiving a call that way, but in terms of watching someone's scene, it's nice oh, to sure. not have any background noise so you can just fully zone into what they're doing. I think client meetings, so one-to-ones, group trainings, and sales calls all have to be private room. Oh, okay. Everything else is fine. So like team meetings, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. impromptu catch-ups, all that stuff, it's all good. But those three things, hmm. client meetings, one-to-ones, group calls, and sales calls, got to be private i think which is why if for us if you're saying if we go somewhere it would be really beneficial to have two spaces with doors yeah that we could yeah or at in. least one good space in there and then a co-working space nearby with fairly cheap meeting rooms yes but yeah but yeah better but if definitely it's just all if, if you have the two rooms and you've just got control over it, it would be the preference mm. because what if all the meeting rooms are booked up what if you had also the potentially gra- lots of lots of calls and they didn't all show you're just going to book a meeting room all day good point to be fair i could do yeah see i've got two types of sales call i could do the first type the discovery type call i could do that anywhere mm. but the sales sales call i have to do private but mm. yeah good point 
it'd be so frustrating if you if you spent like 50 quid in a meeting room for half a day and then no one showed up yeah and you can take it you can swallow it if it's not costing you money and it's just you know wasted a little bit of your time i find that hard yeah <laughs> to be honest well this is the other thing we, we were thinking about talking about a little bit should we talk about it a little bit yeah uh, um non like non show ups or being late to calls mm-hmm. how does that make you feel <laughs> well, it's, it's just relevant for me right now because um we're doing a lot of advertising we're spending quite a lot on ads right now and we're booking a lot of appointments and i think when we started about 3 weeks ago our show up rate was about 5% which means let's call it 10% which means 9 out of 10 people were not showing up Last week we had a bit of a breakthrough week. We got it to about 50-50. And oh, most of most difference. of the people, most of the people that showed up were pretty good prospects. So we're getting there. In three weeks is pretty good. But yeah, how does it make me feel? Uh infuriated, to be honest. <laughs> I just I just I just don't understand who like who does this. And if anyone's listening and thinking, maybe they didn't know, they know because we have installed from the moment they book a meeting with us. We, have, we send them about, I think there's about five different bits of communication, different emails. We send them texts. We send them videos. We send them reminders. They know, right? They know they're missing this. Maybe thing. you should send a message which says, Ollie is waiting for you. Mm, could be. Because I think the issue mm. is, um, obviously it's different with you because you've had your first call so you have actually made personal contact which is quite... no 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 oh this is before this is the first call right okay they, they always turn up to the sales call so so the issue is right when someone sees ah oh, okay look that looks interesting mm. my business feeling in a productive mood yeah let's fill in that form bam done something but they don't know you and so they don't have the image of like someone's actually just sitting on their computer waiting yeah. for me right now which is basically what happens and you realize like they're just not linking that imagery up. Mm. I think if someone could see you sitting, not just you, see one, anyone, me or you, whoever yeah. it is, sitting, waiting at a computer, they'd be like, oh, Maybe. oops. Um, but it's just because everything's been automated or like done by a computer or AI it, before that, yeah. then there's no kind of thinking of there's an actual human being there or maybe they don't believe it will actually be you yeah it could be so that's basically the main issue so maybe if you said like (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna do we're hiring an intern we've hired an intern which is quite exciting actually but um the intern's gonna call them the day before now Mm. and say look you know uh abby here from Launchpad Academy, hope you're well, just making sure you're going to turn up tomorrow uh, or should I cancel the meeting type thing. So that hopefully will help. And anyway, it's getting better. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's just base. And, and the thing is, um, my business partner, my colleague, I get frustrated with this stuff. And I say, look, no second chances. But he tells me like, you know, them not them booking a meeting and then them not showing up is, is literally is a literal illustration of how much they need our help because they're in a space where they can't commit to anything. They haven't got the discipline to follow through on stuff. Maybe they haven't got the confidence to turn up to meetings like that. This is just an indication of how much they need our help to get their business off the ground. Well, 
I think that's an interesting point. And so would you address that with them? If you gave them a second chance and they did show up, would you then address that and say, I just want to ask you out of interest, why didn't you turn up to the first meeting? No, I d- if we do follow up, I ask them if they're okay. I said, are you okay? And then they'll say, yeah, I'm fine. I was like, okay, cool. Because I was just wondering if there's any reason you didn't turn up for our meeting. Then usually what happens is they make up a very highly emotional excuse, right? So, um, and this may be true, by the way, right? Family member went to hospital, um, had to rush to pick up something which was completely unforeseen, had a client call that came out completely unexpectedly, right? So, and these are the people that do come back. I don't give them a second chance anyway, generally, because I don't really believe them that much. Mainly because I think you would lead with the excuse if that was the case, you know. But um, so you think that higher percentage of people just lie? Yeah, well, we're talking probably about twenty percent of the people that missed that, that actually re- respond to our follow-ups. So we'll usually have their phone number, so we'll WhatsApp them saying, "Hey, how you doing, um, uh, Oliver Duffy Lee here? You know, how are you? Are you okay?" And then they'll say, yeah, absolutely fine. And I was like, okay, just checking if you didn't, why you didn't turn up for our meeting. And then they'll make something up or they'll tell us why. But to be fair, I hear what you're saying. But if you messaged me and said, hey, it's such and such here. How are you? Yeah. I wouldn't go in with some traumatic event that just happened to me. No, but you might say, oh God, I'm so sorry I missed our meeting. That's what I would do. Yeah. That's what I would do. If I hadn't, if I decided to... Uh, miss someone's meeting deliberately or if I'd had to miss someone's meeting deliberately and then they had the courtesy to WhatsApp me, I'd be like, okay, no, I'm so sorry. This is what happened. I know I missed our meeting. There's no addressing the fact they've missed a meeting. I find that really interesting because I've had a similar experience mm-hmm. of people just not even addressing or acknowledging that they miss meetings. Mm. And I find that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I find um, it quite. I find it funny when you get wound up by this because, um, like, this is definitely. Only thinks it's karma. <laughs> well, it's definitely like what stuff you would have done, like you know, not so long yeah. ago. No, and it, it, it definitely, and I can. I I've always been someone who's been known as being a late person, really kind of poor at managing my own time. Kira's always going to be late, right? Um. You can imagine how many arguments Ollie and I have had over the years about this. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's definitely a taste of my own medicine. Um, <laughs> and it's also kind of interesting in a sense to be like, oh, my gosh, this is how you must have seen me. Right. I, I can't. You, you don't see it when it's yourself yeah. in it. But then you're like, oh, okay, now I see how silly it is because, how, because of how easy it is to correct yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, it's not hard to correct it. But I do think I would have acknowledged completely missing things or being late. Yeah. I always acknowledged it. Yeah. I'd always be like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wouldn't just be like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's like ages later and just pretend it hadn't happened. Mm. But I, I get a bit like what you're saying of people just not acknowledging it. I get the same thing. And that's really interesting because I don't think... But for me, there's a little bit of lack of understanding that I can empathise with the lateness and all yeah. of that. But I get confused when there's no acknowledgement of it. Because I'm like, Why is, where's that coming from? How is it no 
I think it's something it, I don't understand. So I can I could work on that to understand that a bit better. It's weird because I think like what we're talking about in in our situation is a sales process, um, and like I think a lot of people assume in a sales process that the default position is for the seller to chase them. And what we we're very clear we don't chase anyone. Like we literally just filter out bad prospects until we have the right people. And yeah, it means we sell less, definitely. Mm. Mm. But it means when the clients come in, they're perfect for us. And so I think people are quite surprised when we say no second chances. We don't chase them at all. We just check out, check in with them. And that takes them by surprise. I think people are kind of used to this. There's been so much client chasing going on which has really damaged this whole like idea of how to sell and frankly, how to buy things. Um, that that's why people are missing it. And they're just sort of waiting, playing a bit of a game and trying to be sold too. Oh yeah, maybe. I don't even know if it's as conscious as that because the things that I've seen or the programs I've seen have a similar stance to you, which is like no second chances. Yeah. Um, right. Kind of being like you know you're busy like the person leading the call is quite busy so mm. if you can't make it please yeah, let true. us know in advance otherwise we won't be able to reschedule it in um i think it's doing something on the internet filling in a form on the internet and not making the connection yeah but there's someone sitting there having because it is it's even though logically you if you thought it through you're like oh that would be what the next step is and i have booked in a call with someone you, you don't know if it's going to be like the secretary of someone or just yeah. like, a, oh, yeah, a five-minute call. You just don't know. Whereas point. you're actually giving like quite a bit of time mm. to people. And I think then once people realize that, then they're kind of a bit, you know, you said they turn up to the second cause. I just think there's some a disconnect. It's like a different level of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah that it's just not quite fully real on that person's mind yet what the call's going to be. Yeah. I just had a thought of maybe I'll um, do like an email. <laughs> this is the most silly idea ever. Um, like a photo. I'm just sitting at a computer and being like, this is what happens when you don't talk. I don't talk. mind that. I think that's please, quite good. Please show up. <laughs> I think that's quite good. Yeah, like you with a sad face. Yeah. <laughs> just so it's like, people can see the image of like no i'm actually just sitting here yeah waiting yeah because in their mind they're probably like yeah kira's doing loads of things all at the same time and she's just got that on just in case i do turn up yeah 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 but also you can't really do i don't know if you find this i can't really do anything whilst zoom is on obviously you can put zoom on but in Unless it's on like full screen, I can't see if another participant's entered. It's, it's not. So just... I have to, if I go to and and do other things while I'm waiting, I have to keep on checking back to Zoom like quite frequently in oh, case they've entered. What I do is I just put a screen in front of it and just drag it in so that I can see the participants list. Uh, but it's not that oh, really. I should do that. It's not that really. It's uh, it's the headspace. You can't go into something deep and then, um, and then just wait. And then sort of like flick out of it and then go back into it. It just doesn't. You're right. It's like if someone has made the seat, this is what I was a massive culprit of, of being late, right? Mm. But so if, some, if you made plans or you know, so I don't know, a good example 
is when you know that a delivery is coming mm. at some time between or a work or a work person like a plumber or a boiler person yeah. that's even worse because they've got to come in and you're like okay well i need to be ready for them to come yeah but you don't really want to get into anything else to the extent you're like oh, i can't go to if i needed something from the shop i can't go there <laughs> um i have to just stay in yeah um and yeah you don't want to get into anything too deep yeah and you end up just kind of not doing that much. That's a great, that's a great one. Because you're waiting. Yeah, so essentially it's just difficult to fully commit to doing something else because you don't know how, how much time you have to do it. Yeah. And your brain, I don't know, your brain's just kind of like, are they here? Are they here? That's how my brain is. <laughs> I think we're pretty bad at that anyway these days because... We've got constant distractions. So some of my, some of the people I work with, they're really good at like keeping, which is quite, and, and I think I've had a bad influence on them because I'm quite demanding in terms of like wanting to be in touch all the time on WhatsApp. But previously they've been pretty good at like just having WhatsApp off. But like for me, I've got WhatsApp popping off all day, like literally all day at all times. And I think that stops and also I've got so many meetings that I think that stops. So uh, stops me from able to be going to do like really deep work. So now that's why Saturday is so important for me to be able to do some work on Saturday because there's no meetings. And now I do no meetings Monday because I can just plan my day exactly how I want it to, to be. Mm. Uh, and that really helps. But I think, you know, what you're talking about there is like not able to sort of go deep into something because you're waiting something. I feel like that's kind of me Tuesday to Friday because I've got so many meetings coming up. Like it's not uncommon for me to have on one day, like 12 plus meetings in a day. Mm. And they'll be like serious meetings, not like catch ups, like training sessions, sales calls, triage calls. Like you can't get anything else done that day. Yeah. Right. That's it. Your day is done by meeting. So I feel like that is a, a really interesting thing, which is a, you know, a deeper problem we've got right now, you know? But there, that's why you segment your time, isn't it? Like no meetings and you can, can control it. Mm -hmm. You could turn off your notifications as well. I could do that, yeah. and probably should on Mondays. I wouldn't be able to I to focus otherwise for myself. Mm. I'm not very good if like something lights up, I'd be like, what, what did it say? I wouldn't be able <laughs> to just carry on with what I'm doing. It breaks the concentration a lot. Yeah. I think I might try and do Mondays and Fridays, no meetings. So then you actually are, then it, you, you've created a situation where actually you have meetings on less days of the week than you have when you don't. And I think that's probably a really healthy thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully at some point in the future, I mean, probably like five or 10 years from now, I can never have meetings. <laughs> and the business is just, you know, me with my team. I don't, I don't, I don't include uh, team meetings as meetings, by the way. Mm. I mean, like meetings where I've got to show up and really deliver. Mm. Team meetings is more like discussions and like really pressure free. Mm. I happily do them all day. Mm. But like, yeah, hopefully that's the idea. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think show up rates is quite a common problem for sales calls. So mm. I think it's one of the big problems people find. Yeah, 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 definitely. Especially when you're doing aggressive outbound stuff like, uh, you know, Ads. Ads. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because organic people um, 
are more familiar with you as a person, the turn-up rates tend to be a lot higher, mm. a lot higher than ads. Oh, man, yeah. <clears throat> I think my in doing LinkedIn outreach, my turn-up rate was about 99.5%. Yeah. I mean, it's a different world. Yeah. But, <clears throat> yeah. Well, so, I mean, you know, uh, what were we talking about? I don't really know. What, what, what was the point of this? <laughs> the point of this was to sort of check in on the on the vision and how we're feeling about that. And then it was yeah. sort of leading into this uncertainty thing, <clears throat> which I think is really valid. But, you know, COVID's interesting. What, what it's done is it's given us the space and the focus and, and shut off everything else for about a year that we can grow and focus on our business and start to develop. And that's been great. So I don't want to be fussy and say, oh, well, I want it to be over now because I've done with that focusing bit, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, that's very, very simplified. Like, you know, obviously, COVID hasn't been there for us to. And I know, of course, that's, of course, I know that's yeah, not yeah. what you mean at all. Um, but our own personal experience has that's been what, that yeah. we've just been very head down, um, which I think we can both see has. <clears throat> well, it's given us made made us work more than we would be if we were socialising. When you're while you're on your own, if you're a solopreneur and you haven't got anyone in your team, I don't think you can do it any other way. I don't think you can dip in and out have and a, grow. Yeah, I think you have to just drop everything for a bit. Yeah, don't know you. Don't you? Well, I, I for myself, I think so because if we, we've spoken about this before, if we go somewhere for a weekend to see friends or family, I'd come back and my flow would be completely shattered. Mm-hmm. I'd have to like build it back up again it was just you're better at that now though am i oh yeah oh that's good but you're talking like weeks of recovery from that (laughs) i just can't find myself again and what was i even doing um ollie's just like like gritting his teeth like just come on um but it would really really mess up my scheduling and like my i don't know how to explain it apart from flow in a way that was really not conducive to getting a lot of work done. Um, and that sounds like it was a really easy thing, like just get on and do it. And maybe it's as easy as that, but it's hard to explain what was happening like internally, mm-hmm. but it was just completely like, you know, you know how I'm not great at plans. Mm-hmm. And if we'd make a plan together, for example, I'd be trying to make a plan and you come and look at it, you'd be like, what even is that? That's just <laughs> like words all jumbled everywhere. Mm. That's how I'd feel again. If I came back after having a break, everything would be very, very clear. Mm-hmm. And then I come back and I'd be like, nothing's got a stake in the ground anymore. I have yeah, to kind yeah. of refine it and make a shape out of everything again. Everything's just up in the air. Mm-hmm. And my f- motivation and drive would go as well. Um, especially, you know, if we'd had a heavier weekend. And, you know, there's that consistent, like, disciplined part of yourself you want to, like, allow to be consistently there as much as possible because it isn't all the time sometimes you feel like yes i am so driven and other times you're like all i want to do is like chill out that's (laughs) all i've got drive to do right now and it's obviously you're helping yourself if you can keep that part of you which is really fine getting like inspired by the idea of work if you can keep that as the main one Mm -hmm. going away would mean i come back with that being very much the lesser voice in my head Why am I talking about this? <laughs> uh, I've forgotten the point. Uh, because when you're starting a business and you're on your uh, own, you need to be, you're everything. You're the admin person, you're the marketing director, you're the uh, 
chief trainer. Yes. You're the chief copywriter, like everything. You're doing all of these things, which obviously in the way you just explained it then takes up a lot of time. But also I think having doing other things breaks you from that pattern of behavior. Yeah, that's true. And then you have to like reform that pattern of behavior again, which takes a lot of energy. It's much simpler to keep things going if you're already just in, yeah. the, in the system of it. Yeah. And we've had a really lo- long periods of that now, which we w- we just definitely wouldn't have had, mm-hmm. I don't think. And, and I, th- I think, yeah, on a personal level for me, um, I would have been much harder, I think, if I'd have been going out more mm-hmm. to keep up a consistent work practice. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, no, I'd say, like, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the next step. I think we're on a great track. If you'd said to me this time last year, this is the situation, uh, you, this is where the progress you will have made, this is where you'll be, take it or leave it, I would have taken it for sure. Um, the challenge now is obviously continuing to grow. I, th- I think it's hard, I'm finding it harder to grow from this point. I found I found it surprisingly easy to grow to this point and I'm finding it harder to grow from this point and I kind of thought it'd be the other way around, you know? Mm. Um, but anyway, um, so that's the challenge to continue to grow, but also <laughs> trying try to work out what we're going to do and how we're going to realize the KO life when the world's basically saying, don't go anywhere just yet, is the challenge, I think. Yeah, I mean, in terms of traveling, it's so up in the air right now. I yeah. mean, we, we've been trying to make plans mm. and they're still very much on a kind of like, let's just see how the next month plays out um but there's i think it doesn't give that much confidence with portugal being on the green list and then more people away than being on the amber list and having to come back yeah for sure because that was a green light to go yeah it was yeah that Um, was the one so then seeing how that can turn back even if things are okay it doesn't inspire that much confidence because they might just change again yeah exactly let's see but for now i think we'll be here for a while yeah. I think we'll be here for a few months. I think hopefully the British Sun will come back a little bit. Yeah. I hope. Shorts weather will come back. <laughs> um, Maybe yeah. that should be our new logo, a pair of shorts. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a new logo. What happened to that? <laughs> I don't know. Where's our you logo? You wanted me to do it, and you're I didn't the, do it. <laughs> you're the logo person. <laughs> All um, right. Well, any final thoughts? No, not really. That's it for me. Great. Well, (laughs) on that note. Have a great week, guys. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great week.